When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to Today in Sports Betting for Wednesday, May 10th. I'm your host, Doug Reed, and as always, you can find me on Twitter at Doug underscore Reed 34. That's R-E-I-D 34. Always open to uh, DM anything you like, you'd like to hear more of, feedback, and if you could rate and review, it would be greatly appreciated on Stitcher, iTunes, wherever you hear this podcast. This is... Sports Ethos presentation. And if you haven't already checked this out, go to sportsethos.com. You can find a ton of free information there. Um, podcasts on every major sport, DFS, fantasy sports, wagering. And we've got some great packages as well for DFS, fantasy, and wagering. And the best thing about all of our packages, it gets you access to our Discord. A uh, ton of information, ton of insight, especially in our wagering group, which I'm a part of every night. Uh, there is constant back and forth on plays, on angles, on betting strategy. It's 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 worth the price of admission to ch- get in there and check out our Discord. So go to sportsethos.com, check out our packages, or if you have any questions, just send me a DM on Twitter. Again, it's Doug underscore read three four. But as we uh, hit another crazy day of sports, um, today we had two NBA playoff games, two NHL playoff games, and 15 Major League Baseball games. And we had the exact same thing again on Wednesday. So if you're a sports fan, it's a great day to be a sports fan. So let's get right at it. On the hardwood, in New York tonight, we have game five of the Heat-Knicks series. The Heat are up 3-1. Uh, looking to close out the Knicks at home. The Knicks are minus four point favorites. Two hundred nine and a half is the total. You can get the Knicks on the money line at mi- minus one seventy. You can get the Heat at plus one forty five on the money line. And if anything, I lean here. Um, my model kind of leans me towards the Knicks, and I think I'd probably take the plus four. Um, Sorry, sorry. My, 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 my model leads me towards the heat. So if anything, I would take the heat at plus four. Can they close out the Knicks? Do the Knicks, you know, it's one of those things. Do the Knicks kind of figure they're done? Um, do they think they can win tonight and go back to Miami and then come home and then win game seven again in Miami? Probably not. So if anything, I would take the heat uh, probably plus four uh, in this game. I think the Knicks might win, but probably leaning towards the heat just to cover. Next game, 10 p.m. in the East. We have the Lakers and Golden State Warriors. Also a 3-1 series lead for the Lakers. You can get the home Warriors at minus 7. Total here is 226. I would lean, you can get the Warriors at minus 300 and the Lakers plus 250 in the money line. I would lean towards Warriors. Laying 7 points is a little much, though. My model has this more of a 3 or 4-point game, so I'd actually take the Lakers plus 7. So, if anything, I'm on the two road teams today, and um, 
I like the two home teams to potentially win, but I like the road teams to cover. So I would take the Lakers at uh, plus seven. When I look at the numbers here, the this game opened minus six. Most money's come in on the Warriors and uh, moved it to minus seven, but I still think I would be on the Lakers to cover this spread, probably lose, cover this spread, and go home and likely be the favorites and win after winning game six at home. Also, I'm seeing the Celtics, who lost tonight to the 76ers. The so 76ers are up um, 3-2, going back home. I see the Celtics, though, minus two-point favorites. Interesting line. So 76ers are up three games to two, going home, and they're two-point underdog. And total here, 214.5. I would actually lean the Sixers here. Um, never thought I would have been saying this a month ago, but I think the Sixers at home, two-point favorites, or two-point underdogs against Celtics. I think I'd lean the Sixers, but we'll get to that another day, or probably tomorrow. But for tonight's games, I would lean the Heat plus four, and I would lean the Lakers plus seven. Let's head to the Diamond, where we have, again, 15 games, a huge slate. Um, every team is in action tonight, and we're going to run through it quickly. Not going to hit on – I'm going to hit on every game, but not going to give a lot of detailed analysis on every game. All right, in the MLB, typical Wednesday slate oh, – well, not typical, but a lot of early games, travel day for a lot of teams. So we start 12:35 in the East. The Oakland Athletics finish their series in New York against the Yankees. For Oakland, we have a lefty Kyle Muller on the hill. And for the Yankees, we have righty Johnny Brito on the hill. You can get the Yankees at home minus 215. And Oakland on uh, the road plus 185 in a money line. Total here is 9.5. And, and you can get the home Yankees on the run line at uh, minus 105, obviously, at minus 110. Not a game I'm on. Uh, I like the Yankees to win. I like them to be able to put up runs. Looking towards the run line, if I could get that closer to um, plus 100 or plus money, might be on them. Uh, Yankees won big today. I don't think Oakland's going to be able to get to uh, – well, Oakland could get to Brito, but I don't think they're going to be able to put up many uh, many runs. So when you look at the two pitchers, Muller, 34 innings, 6.62 ERA, 1.94 whip, 18 walks, way too many walks, 21 strikeouts in just 34 innings. Uh, on the flip side, Brito, 26.2 innings, 6.08 ERA, 1.46 whip, 12 walks, and 19 strikeouts. Both pitches have been struggling. Uh, I just think uh, a lefty in Yankee Stadium going against a full Yankees lineup is going to struggle. If anything, I would lean here to the Yankees on the run line um, at minus 110, but pretty much a stay away from me. Next game, 12:35 in the East, and I looked at this for a long time, but couldn't really get to a side. Colorado's uh, in Pittsburgh to play the Pirates. The home Pirates are minus 145 in the money line. The Rockies plus 125. I think the Rockies won both games in this series. One big again today. Uh, the total here is eight and a half, juice to the over minus 120. So obviously money's coming in in the over, um, and. You can get the Pirates run line at plus 130. On the hill for the Rockies is Antonio Sensatella. Only pitched five innings, 1.80 ERA, 0.8 whip, a walk and three strikeouts. Kind of irrelevant, those numbers. 
And the veteran lefty, Rich Hill, 37 and two-thirds innings, 4.54 ERA, 1.46 whip, 11 walks, 32 strikeouts. Kind of doing his Rich Hill thing uh, at this stage of his career. If anything, I lean towards the Rockies. Like, they're plus 140 tonight. Um, I was tempted to take them. Uh, I didn't jump on it, but I should have because they went easy. And plus 125, I'm looking here for them to uh, to pull out the sweep. I think this is kind of a coin flip game. I don't trust Rich Hill, uh, the lefty going against Colorado. I know Colorado, you don't want to back in the road, but Hill has struggled um, last couple of years. He's a very average pitcher. And if anything, I would look towards the Rockies here. Uh, the total eight and a half, juicy over at minus 120. Eh, on the under, it's plus 100. Stay away from me. Not really on that. Next game, 110 in the East. I'm actually on this. Detroit Tigers are uh, wrapping up the series against Cleveland. You can get the home guardians at minus 130. The road Tigers at plus 110. Total here is seven and a half. And I'm actually on the Tigers. And the reason being is they have Eduardo Rodriguez, their lefty on the hill. 44 and two-thirds innings, 1.81 ERA, 0.78 whip. Just eight walks and 39 strikeouts. So he's never been a huge strikeout guy, but eight walks and 44 and two-thirds innings is very impressive. Peyton, Batf- Peyton Battenfield is on the hill for the Guardians. 24 and third innings, 4.07 ERA, 1.19 whip, 11 walks and 21 strikeouts. Is he a prospect? They've got a couple good prospects already there um, in, in, in their rotation. I think he's just filling a spot. And he's kind of been hot and cold, not really doing a whole lot. But Eduardo Rodriguez has been really good this year. And what's interesting is um, Cleveland struggles against lefties. Rodriguez is a lefty. Their triple slash line is a batting average of 220. So this is Cleveland's uh, triple slash line against lefties. Their batting average is 220, 26th in the major leagues. Their uh, on-base percentage, 295, 25th in the major leagues. And they're slugging against lefties, 341, 29th. So they do not hit lefties well at all. They've struggled against everybody this year. I mean, decent pitching, but an offense that just is not generating runs, and they really struggle against lefties. Rodriguez is a lefty. So... Only plus 110 on the money line, but I did take on FanDuel, grab that money line. I also see it on DK at plus 110. So Rodriguez has pitched well. I think he can do, do it again. And I don't necessarily trust Batfield. I don't love the Tigers' offense, but uh, I think Rodriguez kind of trumps that. So I'm going to grab the Tigers at plus 110. Next game, I'm also on 140 in the East. LA Dodgers are in Milwaukee. You can get the Road Dodgers minus 165 on the money line. The home Brewers at plus 140. Total here is eight. And I actually got it earlier, excuse me, at eight and a half. And I took the under. Uh, so if you can get eight and a half, I definitely shop around, try and find it. Even at, even at eight, uh, I see on DraftKings 110 on, uh, on the under. Uh, I would look to take that. And I grabbed the Dodgers run line at minus one and a half, obviously. I grabbed it at FanDuel at plus 106. On DKC at my, about minus 105, I'll play it anywhere to minus 110. And the reason being is this. Both the pitchers are lefties. So Clayton Kershaw starts for the Dodgers. 44 and two-thirds innings. 2.53 ERA, 0.98 whip, 10 walks, 48 strikeouts. 
not just doing his typical Clayton Kershaw things. He's been really, really good this year. Wade Miley is on the bump for Milwaukee, also a lefty, 35 innings, 2.31 ERA, 1.06 whip, just six walks, 21 strikeouts. So he's not striking a lot of guys out and not walking anybody. Uh, very much a pitch-to-contact kind of guy at this stage of his career. However, both teams are terrible against lefties. That's why I'm on the under. So the Dodgers, uh, to start, against lefties are batting just 193, 30th, last, dead last in Major League Baseball. 294 uh, on base percentage, 26th in Major League Baseball. And their slugging is 376, which is 25th. Flip that to the other side, Milwaukee is against lefties batting average 213, 27th in major leagues. Their on-base percentage 279, 29th, second worst. And their slugging is 331, which is the worst. Now, the Dodgers just beat up on Eric Lauer uh, tonight, so I think they can, can extend this a little more. I have a little more faith in the Dodgers, hence I'm backing them in the run line. And um, Miley's numbers are good, but he's – He's pitched well, but not as against as good competition as Kershaw has. And Kershaw has just been phenomenal. 42 and two-thirds innings, 48 strikeouts. He's been dominating versus Miley, 35 innings, 21 strikeouts. That's not domination. He's pitched well. He's pitching the contact. I don't think you want to pitch against a Dodgers contact. And I think we all know that when the Dodgers win, a huge percentage of their games um, go to the over-the-run line. So I think it's going to be a low-scoring game. But I think Kershaw can really shut down uh, the Brewers. So I'm on the Dodgers run line at plus 106. And I'm also on the under eight and a half, which I got earlier on DraftKings. Was was juiced to minus 115. So if you can get a minus eight, I'd probably lean that but, uh, as well. But look around for the minus 115. 340 in the East. We have the Miami Marlins at Arizona. And just pulling this game up here. Edward Cabrera goes for the fish, and Merrill Kelly is on the hill for the D-backs. You can get the D-backs at home, minus 145. Miami, plus 125. Total here is 8.5. Juice to the over at minus 120, so obviously money coming in on the over. I'm not on this game, but uh, Cabrera comes in. Interesting pitcher for, uh, this year and last year. Young pitcher. 32 innings pitched, 4.78 ERA, 1.66 whip, 26 walks, 44 strikeouts. So 32 innings, 26 walks. The guy's got to stop that. He ain't going to last very long. He's got fantastic stuff, but you can't walk 26 batters in 32 innings and expect to survive in the majors. Merrill Kelly on the flip side, 39 and third innings. Um 2.75 ERA, 1.19 whip, 19 walks, 40 strikeouts, been doing well. And if anything, I lean towards D-backs, but at minus 145, I'm not really sure I can back Kelly. Um, Miami's batting order obviously is struggling, weak offense, but if Cabrera's on, he can do a lot of things. But if he's walking and he's not, then he's then he can really struggle. Uh, you can get downbacks at plus 135 in the run line. There might be some value there, but... I'm staying away from this. If anything, I'd probably lean towards the run line, expecting the deep, Kelly and the D-backs to do well and uh, win by a couple runs. 340 in the East. We have Texas Rangers at the Seattle Mariners. And I'm not seeing any pitchers. I don't know why that is right now. There we go. I'm pulling up a different line. Uh, for 
Texas, you, sorry, for, for Seattle at home, you can get the minus 190 on the money line. You can get the Rogue Rangers at plus 160. Total here is seven. So low scoring game expected just to the over at minus 120. So obviously money's coming in the over. And you can get the home errors at plus 110 on the run line. Dane Dunning starts for Texas. Uh, 25 and a third innings, 1.42 ERA, six walks, 14 strikeouts, 0.79 whip. It's very much a pitch to contact guy. Uh, has been limiting his walks, which is good. His 0.79 whip, don't really think that's going to last. Uh, yeah, he had a good year last year, kind of up. Not a good year. He was good for streaming. Uh, if you're a fantasy baseball player, he's good to stream, but hard to really tell long-term what he was going to do. So um, had an interesting year last year. Luis Castillo, on the other hand, which is now the kind of de facto with Logan Gilbert uh, ace for the Mariners, now that Robbie Ray is out for the year, has pitched 41 and two-thirds innings, 2.38 ERA, 0.91 whip, nine walks, and 43 strikeouts, so having a great start to the year. If anything, I would lean towards the Mariners, but a minus 190, can't really touch that. And a run line of plus 110, uh, the Mariners' bats have just been struggling. Uh, I can't back them to a run line. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Texas bats have been doing quite well, so uh, stay away from me. <clears throat> Excuse me. Next game in San Francisco, 345 in the East. We have the Washington Nationals at the Giants. The home Giants are minus 155 on the money line. The road Nats are plus 135. And the total here is, well, uh, is between eight and a half and nine. And I suggest shopping around because I'm actually on this. I got it earlier on FanDuel at 9. I took the under at minus 110. Uh, I'm seeing on DK right now, it is 8.5 with the under at plus 100 and the over at minus 120. So definitely trying to entice you to take the under. And the reason being is the two pitches on the hill. Josiah Gray goes for the Nats. Uh, 38 and two-thirds inning, 3.03 ERA, 1.34 whip. 15 walks and 37 strikeouts. And Sean Manaya, Sean sorry, the lefty uh, for the Giants. 23 and third innings. 7.33 ERA, 1.63 whip. 13 walks and 27 strikeouts. Um, but really, the angle here is the... Sorry. Uh, Washington does well against left, or not well, but they're average against lefties. But Manaya uh, has been pitching quite well, and I don't think uh, San Francisco. This game went under. I was on the under tonight, um, and hit. And Gray's been pitching well lately, and Manaya has he got blown up in Mexico City, so his numbers look a lot worse than they are. But he's been pitch, pitching pretty decently lately. And I don't really think that um, the Nats are going to be able to get to him for many runs. So I'm a little surprised that the number came out at nine. That's why I jumped on it early. I think this game's going to go under. Uh, Oracle Park in San Francisco is a definitely a pitcher's park. So could be tough to score some runs. And 
think that nine or even eight and a half, although the under, well, I see the under, like I said, a plus 100. Money's clearly coming in on the over on that. Uh, I would look to the under here. If you can get it at nine, grab it at nine like I did earlier and run with that. Four or five in East, we have the Jays in Toronto Blue Jays in Philadelphia to put the face to Philly. So you can, this is basically a coin flip game, minus 110 on either side. Totally is eight and a half. And for Toronto, uh, Kevin Gos Gossman is starting 42 innings pitch, 3.86 ERA, 1.19 whip. On the flip side, Zach Wheeler is going for the Phils, 38 innings, 4.26 ERA. 1.24 whip, 11 walks, 46 strikeouts. Gosman has just, uh, I don't think I said that, but 42 innings, 7 walks, and 58 strikeouts. He's been pitching really well. Uh, two and three record. You know, ever since he came in Toronto, he seemed to have some hard luck with uh, the Jays backing him. But I would look to back the Jays here. It's basically a coin flip, that minus, coin flip minus 110 each way. Uh, I think the bats of the Jays are doing better. I think they're a deeper lineup, and I think Gosman. I uh, can have a little bit of success. So not on this game, but if I had to pick, I would pick the Jays at minus 110. Next game, 407 in the East. Uh, Houston Astros are in LA to face the Angels. You can get the Astros on the road as the favorites, minus 115, the money line. You can get the home Angels at minus 105. Total here as at, is at nine. But juice to the over, minus 125. So it's certainly, clearly money is coming in the over. You can get the under nine at plus 105. Christian Javier starts for Houston, 40 and two-thirds inning, 3.54 ERA, 1.06 whip, just nine walks and 43 strikeouts. Having a very good year. Griffin Canning on the other side for the Angels has been up and down, hot and cold. And if you've tracked this guy for the last four or five years of his career, when he's on, he's a very good pitcher. Um, he's got some velocity on his fastball and some movement on his on his uh, off-speed pitches. And he's been kind of hot and cold. Just 20 and a third innings this year. 5.31 ERA, 1.33 whip. Just eight walks, which is typical of him. And 18 strikeouts, which is not typical. 20 and a third innings, 18 strikeouts. He's more of a strikeout printing, more than a strikeout printing kind of guy. Um, so he's been pitching well. But not great. And if anything, I would lean toward the Astros here. I like Javier. I like what he's been doing. I like their lineup a little bit better. They're starting a little healthier. Jordan Alvarez is back in the lineup, uh, waiting for Altuve to get back, obviously. But they are uh, playing a little better. And um, I, would, I would definitely, well, not definitely, but I would lean on the Strohs today in this game. Can take a quick break and want to get back, finish the uh, night on the diamond, and hit the couple games in the NHL. And back to the diamond. The Tampa Bay Rays are in Baltimore, six thirty-five in the East. Is the start time? You can get the MLB best Rays at minus one twenty in the money line and the O's at home plus one hundred. Total here is nine and a half. Juice to the under at minus one twenty. Some money coming in in the under and maybe dropping down to nine for Tampa. You have Jalen Beeks, which is who's I'm pretty sure going to be an opener. And you know maybe two innings if he's doing well. Maybe three, but the way Tampa goes, probably not. Sixteen innings pitched, six point seven five ERA, not good. One point four four WHIP. Not good. 10 walks, brutal. 
11 strikeouts, not bad. But you know what? He's going to go one innings, one inning, maybe two, and it'll be done. You have ready Dean Kramer for the O's. 35 and two-thirds innings, 5.8 ERA, 1.54 whip. Both of those are brutal numbers. 11 walks, 28 strikeouts. And the fact is he's pitching in Camden Yard. So I think runs will be at a premium like they had the last couple days. That's why I'm, the, you know, the under nine and a half is juiced to minus 120. Obviously getting mon- money on the under. The books are looking for you to take the over, but I can't really go an over nine and a half. So 10 runs or more at Camden Yards. I don't think that's going to happen. But I think I would lean towards a raise at minus 120. I think that's a pretty reasonable price. On the run line, you can get a plus 135. But you never really know. Beeks has not uh, been pitching well. But when the Rays go into a bullpen game, don't really like to go against because they have a fantastic bullpen. So I would lean the Rays at minus 120 in the money line. And I would lean the under on minus 9.5. Next game. In Cincinnati, we have the Mets uh, wrapping up this series against the Reds. You can get the home... Reds as the underdog at plus 140. The Mets as minus 165 favorite total here is nine. Juice to the under at minus 115. So obviously money coming in on the under. And it's interesting that number because Justin Verlander is on the hill. Uh, pointless to talk about his uh, stats this year. Five innings pitched. Irrelevant. Uh, Hunter Green on the other side. 33 and two-thirds inning, uh, innings this year. 3.74 ERA, 1.43 whip, 12 walks and 47 strikeouts. Doing his Hunter Green kind of thing, but he has been hit and he's been getting up a little too much, uh, too many walks and too many base runners. So I'd be backing um, a Verlander here in basically his second start of the year at minus 165. Too high, too high for me. Um, on the run line, you can get the Mets at minus 105. I think that's probably the better price. I'm not really that keen to play that. Um, I think Verlander is going to win. I think he's obviously a better pitcher. But the Mets bats have been struggling. And if Hunter Green gets going, he can dominate for sure. Although, as we've seen so many times in his young career, uh, he, he can get knocked around. And both these guys um, have the ability to give up the long ball. So they give up a base runner or two. And a long ball, all of a sudden, you're putting up more runs on the board, and we're getting close to that nine number. So I'm not really touching the number at nine. If anything, I would lean towards the under because Verlander's on the hill. Um, but not, stay away from me. And I would lean towards the Mets run line at minus one and a half, but only minus 105 on the juice. So probably stay away. It is a stay away from me there as well. Next game, 740 in the Chicago White Sox are in Kansas City to wrap up their AL Central Series. You can get the White Sox at minus 130 on the money line and the home row is plus 110. Total here is nine. Just the over at minus 125. So obviously money coming in on the over. You can get the under at minus or plus 105. And I haven't pulled the trigger on this yet, but Lance Lynn is starting for Chicago. And 39 to 30 innings, 6.86 ERA, 1.5 through a batting Lance Lynn. Like, he's been brutal. He struggled last year to start, but he's a much better pitcher than that. 15 walks and 50 strikeouts. So 15 walks is not his usual MO, and 50 strikeouts is his usual MO. So he's been pitching a little better lately, but he's still, you know, he's gone four or five innings the last couple starts and done well, and then seems to blow up at that five or six inning mark. However, he's going against Kansas City, so 
I think he may be able to get through that. Kansas City throws Brad Keller out there, who has really struggled. 34 and two-thirds innings. 34 and two-thirds innings. 4.67 ERA. 1.82 whip. 1.82 whip. That is brutal. 28 walks and 25 strikeouts. So more walks and strikeouts. 32 and a third innings. He's got 28 walks. So I'm not really sure how Kansas Kansas City stays in this game. Chicago can get them minus 130 in the money line. I'm leaning towards that. Um, I like them at the, you know, they hit the run line tonight for me. 120 on the run line. I'm probably leaning towards that. I'm not quite there yet, but I think we're going to take it. I think Lance Lynn is this close to not breaking out, but 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 getting things back on track. And against Kansas City, it's pretty good formula, especially in Kauffman Stadium. So um, look at the 130 money line for the White Sox, but probably going to grab the plus 120 run line because I think they should, Lance Lynn should be able to hold him down, and I think Keller will not be able to slow down. Uh, the White Sox. Second last game, 740 in the East. The Padres are in Minnesota to wrap up their series with the Twins. Twins are one twenty minus 125 favorites. You can get the Padres at plus 105. Total here is 8.5. Juice to the under, minus 120. So obviously money coming in on the under. And I would actually lean towards the under. If you can get a 115, 110 number um, close to game time on the under, I think I would lean there. Because Seth Lugo is on the hill for San Diego, and he's actually pitched quite well this year. 33 and two-thirds innings, 3.21 ERA, 1.34 whip, just eight walks, 31 strikeouts. And on the flip side, Pablo Lopez is on the hill for Minnesota. 43 innings, 3.77 ERA, 10, just 10 walks, 54 strikeouts, and 1.09 whip. He's been hit a little bit in the last couple outings, but he's pitched really well uh, for Minnesota this year. And... San Diego's bats are struggling. Minnesota's bats are struggling. So two decent pitchers. I mean, Lugo's kind of more of a career um, reliever, spot starter. Lopez pitched well in Miami. Pitched really well in Miami um, at, uh, at home, but not on the road. And Canada, Minnesota had a few really good starts, hit in the last couple starts. I just think neither of these offenses are going to get to these two pitchers. So, Total eight and a half. I can see why it's juiced up to minus one twenty under. Obviously, money's money coming in in the under. If you can get a under eight and a half anywhere south of minus one twenty, so minus one ten, minus one fifteen, that's what I would look at. Um, money line. I'm not really sure where I'm going here. I'm probably going to stay away from this. Last game of the night, and I don't see a line on this. Uh, oddly enough, the Cardinals are in Chicago. 740, Jordan Montgomery starting for the Cards, and Justin Steele is starting for the Cubs. I Sorry, I see a line, but I don't see a total. Um, Cardinals are minus one and a half. Sorry, not minus one. Minus 105 as the underdogs. And the Cubs with Justin Steele are minus 115 as the favorites. Montgomery comes in 41 innings pitch, 3.29 ERA, 9 walks, 38 strikeouts, 1.22 whip. Justin Steele, the lefty, uh, two lefties here, comes in 43 and third innings, 1.45 ERA, 11 walks, 36 strikeouts, 0.95 whip. And he actually is a, has a 5-0 and record. And I think the number here is we're waiting to see where the wind. The last couple of days of wind has been blowing in a Chicago, so it's been a low total. 
typical Cubs kind of game. We're going to wait to see where the wind is blowing. If it's blowing out, it's going to be probably eight and a half, nine. If it's blowing in, it's going to be eight, seven and a half kind of number. I actually like the cards here. Cards have a much better offense. Their pitching just has been brutal. Um, but Montgomery's done done a fairly good job, and I'm not buying the Cubs. I know the Cubs have been doing all right this year. Their offense is a little better. Uh, their pitching is doing all right. You know, here's for example, Justin Seals, 5-0, and um, with a 1.45 ERA and a .95 whip. I'm not buying that he's that good a pitcher. Uh, hats off to the guy for doing well this year, but uh, if anything – I would lean towards uh, Montgomery and kind of a coin, not quite a coin flip, but minus 105. I wouldn't bet on this yet. You're probably going to be listening to this in the morning, the afternoon. I'd wait to see what this number is because I think I think the Cubs are going to grab a little bit of steam here and it's going to be pushed up to minus 120, minus 125. And you could potentially get plus money on Montgomery and the Cardinals. Um, call it even money at plus 100, plus 105, plus 110. That's what I'd wait. If I would wait closer to game time for this, and a bit of betting strategy with Major League Baseball. I mean, the numbers come out kind of mid-afternoon the day before. So I'm recording this the night before. These numbers moved a little. They're probably going to move a fair bit in the morning. Not a fair bit. They'll move in the morning and then right before game time. So this game is until 7.40 um, p.m. on Wednesday. So this number's come out. Hasn't moved a lot since it came out. Just let me uh, pull this number up. Uh, the cards and the Cubs. Yeah, it came out at um, well, I'm showing this coming out at a total of eight. It's down to seven and a half on another site. Uh, the money line was minus 115 for the cards. Now at minus 105, that's a little surprising because I actually thought it would be going the other way. Um, yeah, and the Cubs came out as minus 105 and now minus 125. Um, I would say I would wait until close to game time. I think more money comes in. Wait to see that. If you can get mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.